got Mickey Brock here, Australian, Australian darting royalty, host of Darts Down Under, Australia's number one darts show and podcast. How are you, mate? Yeah, still breathing. I cannot complain. Nice to be here, Adrian. Nice to chat. Yeah, I don't think anyone would listen if we did complain. So, Well, never know unless we try. Now, I wanted to kick off with, before we start talking about the, the Pro Tour kicking off, just a bit of your backstory of how you got into dart. Oh, look, many moons ago, not as you'd be able to tell from my accent, but um, I used to live in the UK and um, I was I was a member of a, a very, very, very social darts team with the Royal Mail. And we would play on a, a Wednesday night, I think it was. And I have to say, there was probably more drinking than darts being thrown. Nice. But um, always loved the darts, going right the way back to, you know, the, the likes of John Lowe, Jockey Wilson, Eric Bristow, Leighton Reese, and all of these guys. And uh, used, to, used to love watching them play darts. Then moved over here, obviously, and um, really got involved when the World Series of Darts uh, came out for the first time. Yep, yep. Managed to um, track down the main media guy and said, look, this is what we want to do. We want to come along and, if possible, uh, chat with the players, um, not just about darts, but their uh, their sporting backgrounds and things like that because we were still heavily involved with uh, football um, at, at that stage. And um, things sort of snowballed from there. And it's 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 a great game. We'll have it to bits. Yep, yep. Um, could you throw a dart all right or are you just a, just a social player there for the beers? Uh, if if I throw a dart and hit the wall, the board is on. I count that as pretty pretty damn close. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Now, um, so you're part of the media team for the DPA, am I correct? Uh, we, we we help the DPA out, yes. We we certainly do. Um Again, obviously, when it's a World Series, um, we, we, we go along to those and um, the interviews go out um, via Darts Down Under and, and DPA sites and also with the uh, with the national competitions as well. Yep. Um, so a couple of questions of you might be able to help me out with. So what is the exact role of the DPA, just for a few of the people listening that are more into the PDC and not too sure what the DPA does? Well, the DPA is the, uh, I suppose, the national uh, governing body um, of of Australia for the PDC. Um, they are the um, the, should we say, the preferred um, group. Yep. So, what the DPA then provides is the opportunity to uh, win places through to the um, World Championships, which is a, a massive character dangle. Uh, but also uh, for players to, to get on stage uh, when the World Series of Darts is down here in Australia and, and New Zealand, of course. So um, it's uh, it's that that's that's their primary role is is to run national competitions and uh, afford opportunities for players. Uh, is that just as much a bigger excitement for some of the players to get on that big stage as opposed to winning some of these tournaments that are in Australia, as much as they're, they're huge. But, yeah, is it more exciting or just as for them to get a chance to play on the big stage over at Ali Pally? Look, I think every player wants to be the best that they can be. So if they can be the best player in uh, Australasia, 
then that is a huge buzz for them and, and a huge turn on. But by the same token, if they get the opportunity to then uh, play on the big stage and play on uh, world TV, then you know it's absolutely phenomenal. But obviously, the way the um, the, the World Series is geared up, it's it's highly unlikely the contenders, the winners that go through, are going to win on the big stage, which is what makes uh, Damon Hatter's win in Brisbane so extraordinary. It's 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 there for them if they want to take the path, if they if they want to give it a go. Yeah, I love the World Series. One of my favourite games of darts is Reese Matheson beating James Wade. So always provides over here in Australia. Some of our guys do a phenomenal job when they get the chance up there. Yeah, look, it's, it's um, as I say, it, it, there's always going to be a, a, an opportunity for uh, a home talent to uh, to upstage one of the pros. You know, we, we all have good days. We all have bad days, but. Uh, Muff's win against Wadey was uh, tremendous. Um, Damo's run through to the final and, and winning the Brisbane Masters was absolutely sensational. Uh, the late, great Carl Anderson, God rest his soul, um, mm. his win over in um, in Auckland was, uh, was absolutely sensational and very, very fortunate to have been all of them. Yeah, that'd be a dream come true. Well, um, I'll work on that. But um, so the Pro Two are kicking off this weekend. There must be a huge amount of excitement. The PDC basically have just had their opening weekend. I'm calling it. So for us to have that coming up this weekend is just yeah. There must be just a lot of excitement building around the darting community. Well, there is. I mean, um, you know, uh, I don't think it's any secret um, that I, I believe that Queensland is the uh, the hottest centre for for darts at the moment. Um, I think it's closely followed by um, WA, but uh, we haven't seen a lot of Victoria at the minute. And again, this year it's going to be satellite tours, so it's going to be bubbles in the five centres. Um, and then when it gets down to the last 32, this will be streamed live via Dart Stream Live. And um, Stewie, my offsider and uh, co-founder of Darts Down Under, um, will be will be doing commentary, uh, which will be going out live on uh, PDC TV. So, um, you know, it's, it's something we, we look forward to. It's, uh, it's great fun, even though we can't all be together in person, which uh, really makes for fun times. We're, we're all together in spirit. Yeah, um, definitely mirroring my thoughts on Queensland number one, WA, but the Vicks will definitely have something to prove after not being able to play darts much over the last few years. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of them come out throwing some some good stuff over the weekend. Yeah, look, I'd be surprised if, if the likes of Muff and, and Tick Bridge um, and, and a number of other players from, from around Victoria are not, putting in a decent show. I mean, unfortunately, with the, with the COVID lockdowns, we've, we've not seen as much of them uh, over the last probably 18 months or so. So I believe that they're, they're going to be very, very hungry and they're going to come out firing. So it will be interesting with their, with their lack of tournaments to see where they're at, whether they've still got the, uh, the hunger and, and the fight to um, mix it with the big boys, even though the latter stages, as I say, will be streamed live from various venues. Do you see the the satellite side of it being something a little bit more long-term, even when everything's open? 
just a flight from Perth to Sydney for a tournament of darts could can be quite tricky and it just allows everyone to easily compete. Well, again, we, we come back to uh, the fact that people outside of Australia don't appreciate just how big Australia is mm. and how expensive it is for us to travel internally. Um, I, had, I broached this subject with, uh, with Russ Bray in one of our interviews, and, um, you know, we both sort of agree that um, lockdown has in some ways, when you look for the silver lining, been a bit of a boon because it has seen the... the uh, upsurge of, of uh, online games, which um, I believe is probably going to be one of the ways forward for darts because it can cut out an awful lot of that expense. So with sponsors on board, it's, it's you know, it's better for them, it's better for the players. But um, <clears throat> what it doesn't do is it doesn't prepare you for actually being on stage. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the majority of the online um, tournaments, it's in the comfort of your own shed, your own games room, you know, your own den. You know, it's it's comfortable surroundings that you're used to. You're not going to be used to being back on a stage. You're not going to be used to getting up to the big stage if you have that opportunity. So, you know, there's, there's pluses and minuses, but I think it's certainly something that uh, ought to be looked at long term. Yeah, I'd still struggle even just jumping online in the comfort of my own home. But anyway, that's for another day. I'll keep working on that. Um, Not having Q school, though, that must be a massive disappointment because I can only imagine the excitement a day like that would bring. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, we don't have Q school over here in Australia because um, we, we don't particularly... Um, at this point in time, have the strength and depth that the, the UK and Europe has. So um, to gain a tour card over there, 260-odd or 280 uh, participants going for Q School in the UK alone um, gives you an idea of just how tough it is to garner 16 or 18 tour cards. You know, it's, 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 it's far more difficult over there. We, we don't need Q school in, in Australasia at this point in time. You know, I long for the day that we, we get to the point where we do because it will mean that the standard of darts in Australia, which is going up all the time, um, will be a, a, a high enough peak that we would, uh, if, if that were to eventuate in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully... Soon it is because I just I watch a lot of the young guys and Ray Smith and Robbie King and all those guys and think wow there is a lot of gun players in Australia so hopefully we can see a few more pick up the darts and keep playing more regularly. Yeah, I mean the talent uh, is is absolutely out there. There is no two ways about it. Um, JDC Oceania um, have just basically come online in the past week. Um, that will kick off in um, in Brisbane. Um, West Australia is now on board. Uh, Victoria is now on board. The other states will be coming online in the not too distant future, which will afford the younger players the opportunity just to be the best that they can be, but also to give them guidance and training with the likes of Robbie King and the Guru uh, and others um, around the states to progress to give them that pathway that may take them forward then to becoming a professional player on on the PDC circuit. That is a great opportunity 
looking for the kids, but that is a, that is a given. But it will give the uh, juniors the opportunity to uh, reach their standard, and they will be playing players in their standard group as opposed to going out and getting smacked every other other week and, and then putting them off playing again. So there's a lot of uh, things that are coming online in the not-too-distant future that will be very beneficial for the youngsters. Yeah, it's just brilliant having junior darts getting up and running has exactly what you said, just having them compete and winning games and progressing their game. Yeah, it's just going to be awesome and then it won't be long before we do need a Q school, I think. Um, so have you got some picks for this weekend? Yeah, there'll be a winner. There'll be three of them, in fact. But no, you can't. The, 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 no. standard, um, the standard with the, with the players around the country is, is absolutely phenomenal. You know, you've got um, – it's going to depend on, on, on who turns out to, to play in the tournaments. Of course, not everybody that, that, that is a known name in Australia will, will be in these tournaments. They, they may decide not to, uh, to attend. That is their prerogative. They may have other um, instances. So obviously, certain places uh, like Tasmania – they haven't got a, um, a tournament running. So we'll be losing Tasmanian players. We'll be losing um, some of the uh, ACT players, for example. So, yeah, I, I, I do believe that um, the winners will be coming from Queensland in the main. Um, I would tip two Queensland winners and one from WA at this stage, but uh, it'll be the commentator's curse. They'll probably all be won by uh, someone from Victoria and New South Wales. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way it goes. You, you put yourself out there to be shot there. That's right. Well, I didn't miss a dart of Ray Smith's effort at the Worlds and I was watching him play online the other night via Facebook and he's looking really good, but Robbie King's in everything. Kai Smith's going to throw well and James Bailey, Bailey Marsh. So any one of those guys I think is a massive chance, but um, yeah. It's going to be fun, that's for sure. And I can't. I'm so excited that Darkstream Live has got it, got it on. So that's good for everyone to watch it there. And you'll be commentating. You said yes. Yes, Jonesy uh, will be commentating um, from the 32 onward. Obviously, when it's when it's streamed, uh, we've got a little bit of an issue at the moment. Um, all of Jonesy's family has gone down with COVID, except oh, no. for him at this stage so um they're isolating but unfortunately they're isolating in the studio stewie built for us to commentate from <laughs> so, oh. yeah, that sort of puts the um puts the muck on that a wee bit so um yeah unfortunately for the viewers um they uh they they, they might be hearing my voice without any uh footage and they won't be seeing the collection that's sitting behind me, thankfully. <laughs> that's all right. Um, so we've got the, the Oceanic Masters is one way to qualify for the Worlds. The DPA Tour winner is the other one, correct? Is that just the top of the order of merit or is there a playoff like the Players' Championships at the end? Well, last year it was um, it was uh, Kai won the, um, won the Oceanic. Um, yep. So Dad Ray was going to go and you know, sort of chaperone him over to England. But the following day, he won the Order of Merit, um, which is the uh, tournament you're talking about. Um, so he went as a as a, as a a participant also. Uh, so that will be the two ways that, uh, at this stage, certainly, that um, the players can win through to, to play in the Worlds. Yep. Yeah, well, there you go. 
Um, it'll be good to see five-plus Aussies again playing in the world. That was awesome this year, just gone. So hopefully we get just as many competing again. Well, the more the merrier. Um, it's uh, yeah. I often get asked um, because of my English background, um, who am I? Who am I supporting in games? Well, I, I became Australian in 1996. Now I'm English from birth. I'm Irish through heritage. I'm Australian by choice. That's what does what, that tell you? <laughs> that's what. That's what I want to hear. But no, there's some great, great darts players that I love watching in all countries all over the world. So just a massive fan of all of them, to be honest. You know, the, the other night uh, in the Players' Championship number two, um, Damon Hetter got through to the semi-final against Peter Wright. Now, anybody who knows me knows that I absolutely adore Peter Wright. He's, he's, a, he's a good mate, love him to death, and his, his, his good lady, Joe. They're playing in the semi-finals... I'm rooting for Damo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going for Pete. That's all right. Australia all the way. He is playing absolutely beautifully at the moment, so he's on the way up. And good, a special mention to uh, Gigi Mathers as well, another Queensland boy, Brisbane boy. He yep. got through to the last 16. He was 3-1 up against uh, Gerwin Price, eventually lost to the world number one, but uh, an outstanding effort. And Gigi is really starting to uh, pick up over in the UK since he got his tour card. He's still got this year to run with it. So uh, all the best to Gigi as well. Yeah, I think he's got 14 places to make his way up and he's looking good at the moment. So I think he's well and truly on track to do that and do some big things for us. So that's going to be awesome to watch all year, his progress. Yeah, look, the, the more the more Aussies and uh, our Kiwi cousins uh, that are playing in the uh, big TV tournaments over there, the better. Do you have a whisper of many that are looking at going over to Q School and having a crack soon or...? Uh, well, obviously, Q School won't be around until um, the Worlds are over at the end of uh, this year. So, you know, we, we've got about 12, 11 or 12 months before uh, anyone will make their mind up. I know some players have, have been there and have uh, not enjoyed the experience, so they probably won't be doing that. But uh, there'll be one or two that are, uh, are fancying their uh, fancying their chances and, and fancy giving it a go, but um, it would be remiss of me to uh, say any names at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so how does the qualification for Townsville and Wollongong World Series work? Um, to the best of my understanding at this point in time, uh, there will be dates set aside for certain tournaments yep. um, that will be classified as World Series uh, qualifiers. Um, obviously, with the way things are at the moment, we, we, we don't know whether state governments or the national government will close uh, borders, will close down um, states, this, that and the other, what the capacity of venues will be. So, um, you know, things are still a little bit up in the air. Um, so it is... Uh, it's 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 not very nice of people that are whinging about clarification on on dates and timings. You know things are being done as quickly as they can be at the moment. We live in extraordinary times. There are extraordinary measures in place. So just bear with everyone. The governing bodies of all the darting organisations of Australia are getting their acts together, but they've got to play within the guidelines that are dealt them at the moment. 
100%. But at the end of the day, it'll hopefully they'll go ahead and we'll have some more massive upsets by the Aussie guys and the New Zealand guys and teach some of these pros a bit of a bit of a lesson. Yeah, it's always great fun when uh, the big boys lose on the first night. Yeah. There's some very good interviews. <laughs> yeah. Now, Fox Sports have always covered that one, but um, have they ever looked into or anyone, any media in Australia, looked into covering some of the bigger tournaments like the ones on the weekend and the Oceanic Masters? You might know the answer to that one for me. I'm trying to figure anything out, but, yeah, uh, Dart should be on TV. Look, the uh, it, it's so short-sighted. Um, of TV companies, uh, they could uh, they could easily pick up the uh, the the, uh, the players' championships uh, both in the UK and Europe, but most of them don't. So the easiest way to uh, to to be able to watch those games is to sign up for PDC TV, and you could just go to the PDC TV uh, site, and you you can you can sign up there and then. The, I suppose the big um, issue with that is that a lot of the time you do have to watch them live because I'm not sure whether they will actually do replays of a day's play. Yep. So, um, you know, but at least you get the opportunity then uh, to make up your own mind whether you want to watch the tournament or not. I mean, I've, I've watched the two players' championships the last couple of days and, um, you know, through till 5 a.m. And... and uh, They've been absolutely fantastic. It's some brilliant games. Really yeah. have some tremendous starts thrown. Yeah, there always is quite a lot on the floor, almost as good as what you see on stage in those yeah. players' championship events. Yeah, without doubt. Without doubt. I mean, this is, uh, as, as Damo pointed out, this the, the, the uh, players' championships, that's their bread and butter events. So, yeah. you know, it's all, it's all lovely being on the big stage and on TV and all of that. But it's the players' championship which is their bread and butter, and there are some very fierce games played without no two ways about it. Mm. Yeah, you just see some monster averages and massive checkouts. I think Damo hit two one fifties in his first game, so that was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I can I can't hit one treble nineteen, let alone two with double eighteen. So that was fun to watch. As I said, if 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 I can throw an arrow in the air and hit it. <laughs> you know, I normally throw one and miss. Um, I'd, I'd be happy. Yeah, see, Fair enough. You've got to find. I, I always work on the principle that those that can play, those that could mentor, become managers, those who are an absolute rubbish, they call us journalists. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good lead up to my final question. Have you got any advice on someone trying to get into the media side of darts? Uh, it, it's not easy. To, to, not easy. to be honest, it's it's really just not easy. You just got to keep knocking on the door. You know, you've got to um, you've got to hone your skills, whether it be at a local tournament, whether it be what doing your podcast. Um, it's it's I suppose uh, being able to uh, locate the people that can open a door for you slightly so yep. that you can then slightly progress through. Um, we're very fortunate that um, we are in with um, the PDC media group uh, for the darts. Um, so we have, we have access to, to all the players 
Um, we we also obviously when the World Series is on down here, we're at all of those, and we have uh, behind the scenes um, access, uh, and, and and then obviously at the hotels we can sit and chat with the guys and have a good laugh and and um, a cup of tea, of course, because uh, we we don't do alcohol. um but it's it's just it's just keep keep knocking on the door that's it's all you can do and and hone your skills in local comps that's that's always a good way you know never never believe that a local competition is beneath you it isn't it really isn't all right beautiful i appreciate your time thanks for jumping on and having a chat Look, you're always welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure, young man. Um, mind you, at my age, you know, I can say young man to everybody. But uh, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure and happy to do it anytime, whenever you like. Not Thanks, mate. And I look forward to listening to you over the weekend. Have a good one. Be lucky.